Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And we're doing we're doing another German shuffle, Jeff. This is German shuffle number twenty. But what everyone is is saying, Alex, we never do German shuffles. Why? They haven't happened for a long time. But as we guys, as as we said, we have no more creativity. No, well, we also <laughs> just have a long list of shuffles, and they're fun. Like we're having fun. Yeah. Uh, ratings are showing you guys are enjoying them. So. Um, we're just doing it again. And again, for anybody new to the show, a German Shuffle is a variety show in which we talk about many topics rather than just one topic. So boom, boom, boom. If you don't like one thing, don't worry. Two minutes later, it's gone. <laughs> We're on to the next one. Yeah, a new guy coming up. Yeah, without further ado, let's uh, play the music. Let's go. Today's episode is brought to you once again by Time Ride Berlin, which is the only way to actually time travel in Germany. Yeah, exactly. We recently had the chance to try out Time Ride's brand new tour, Berlin 1985, and it was a doozy. It was pretty cool. After the tour, we came back and we talked to uh, our partners about it for like an hour. Like We were yeah. really pumped. The first thing you see is a replica of the Berlin Wall, which has all of these monitors placed into it. But it looks like cracks in the walls. Yeah, 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 exactly. In these cracks in the wall, you have monitors, right? And that's why how they say uh, you learn the story of the Berlin Wall from the Berlin Wall, literally, you know? Right, and, and I think it was a really good idea because they, they show you what it was like in the East and what it was like in the West. And they frame it like East Germany is this, this, this is pretty great. And then that kind of goes down to the actual brutal parts that was not great at all. If you wanted to buy a car, you had to go on a waiting list for seven years. It really set the scene of Berlin in the 1980s and all the political conflicts and just like the cool you know, art scenes happening in the West and all that kind of stuff. It felt kind of like a Disney ride, you know? It did. First you walk in and there's the wall section, right? And you get the history. Then doors swing open, you walk into the second part of the attraction. Right. And then in the next room is a giant like passport looking monitor with like a 3d projection on on the passport exactly yeah. and it goes through and with three different people to kind of tell you who they are and they're all berliners and they grew up some in the east some in the west they tell you these real stories of them living in the east and in the west again giving you more history but in a very cool way yeah and yeah and then you, and then you choose which one you want to be your guide on your quote-unquote bus tour right through and then, berlin and right through there the doors open you see a full-on bus you pick your seat like you normally would on a bus. You put on your little uh, time traveling goggles. Again, real set dressing. Like it, it looks like a 1980s bus, all, all with all the chairs lined against the wall and the, you know, where the windows would be. You know, right. And then and then you get going. And uh, when the bus moves, your seat actually vibrates. So you really feel like that you're in a real bus. Get to look around. You're driving through East Berlin. You have someone narrating it to. I picked. And again, just to reiterate. You're, you're taking a tour in 1985 right. Berlin and you feel like you are on this bus as if you're taking a tour 30 years ago. Like like you said, looking 360 wherever you want, going through the, the border checkpoint, mm -hmm. you know, the, the bus driver's IDs being checked, going down these streets that you and me know so well. But you're see, we're seeing how they looked in 1985, seeing protests, you know, seeing these GDR buildings that no longer exist anymore. Yeah, it really just felt like you're driving through everyday life. It was it was super cool. The whole tour is around 45 minutes. And I would truly recommend it to all of you, even living in Berlin, 
but especially those visiting in the summer to come to Time Ride. It's, it's super cool. And they also have it in Cologne and Dresden, Munich and Frankfurt. And each attraction offers different experiences specific, obviously, to that city and region of Germany. Yeah, exactly. Like in Bavaria, instead of a bus, uh, you're flying over Bavaria. That's you know, cool. From bir- bird's eye point of view. Very cool. Now, they offer all these tours in Berlin in German, Spanish, Italian, French, and of course, English. Now, to learn more, go to timeride.de or just stop by Zimmerstrasse at 91, barely a two-minute walk from Checkpoint Charlie, as I said, in the heart of Berlin. Yeah. 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 So, everyone, welcome back. It's episode 144. This is weird. I feel like you usually say this. I'm doing it this time. I don't think you've ever done that. I don't think I have either, but but we're doing it. We're going to start off with... uh, It was like like when you... When you die, it's like out of body experience, you know, I was like <laughs> listening to myself doing it. As I was saying it, I felt like I was like playing you in a movie or something. I don't know. But uh, we're going to start off with the normal, you know, shout out to news and housekeeping tidbits. Yes, we will. And for the first one, we have big, big news. Guys, big, large, <laughs> extravagant. Uh, please, we'd have a brand new YouTube channel. Come check it out. Links in the description. And uh, we're doing a lot of similar things to do here, but in YouTube form going to be a bit different. You can see our faces. Jeff's a good looking guy. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. And guys, this is not just a recording of the podcast. These are completely new, new content, but we're covering the, all the cool, same Germany, Europe related stuff, uh, but just YouTube format. So the same old guys, the same old whiskey, but just different format. So check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search AGDW channel, or go to the link in the description. And this is something that kind of just... I don't know, lives, our lives are busy, so we didn't really have a lot of fanfare. It kind of passed us by, but um, we hit 200,000 downloads um, maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, I'm not yeah even we sure. did. Pretty cool. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. 200,000 downloads um, over the past three years. Thank you so much. That's that's amazing. And and I don't know, like, yeah, we just kind of saw, and then I was like, oh, Alex, I think we're, we're just hit 200,000. Didn't even, didn't even notice. Pretty, pretty big stuff. Very cool. So also another news, which I think is pretty fun, is Germany has followed the Netherlands example and started a chatting line at some grocery stores in Germany. So what this is, the Netherlands, they also realize like Germans, people don't really chat at the grocery store. It's more just, you know, very business transaction. And I, th- and I, th- I think when it really came to a head was uh, during the pandemic, you especially had a lot of older people, pensioners. Right, who are lonely. Who, who suddenly, a, they're never talking to anybody. And then when they went to the grocery store, they were hoping for at least a chat with somebody because that's the one time they leave the house. And and the Netherlands picked up on it right away, and and they offered these special lines where things much move much slower. Right. And the cashier will specifically start a conversation with you, take their time bagging your stuff, you know. And you very just, American feel, feel style. Feel like you have an American or not American, you have, um, like an actual human interaction rather right. than because you know as you know and we mentioned on the show in Germany. Germans want they want you to bag your thing up as quick as possible. No interaction. Just get out of there. Get get out of fast. Yeah. One Adica store, which is a grocery store chain here in Germany, a kind of a higher end one. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little little pricey, a little pricey, a little pricey. In Bavaria, they're doing a 12 week trial run in which there will be one cashier line known as Ratschkasse, which Ratsch in Bavarian for having a chat. Uh, From 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. during weekdays. So a really short time, but I guess getting that older person market I, they might have i guess done like a study and saw okay like nine to eleven a lot of older people who don't work during the week go to the store then i guess or like actually makes sense because seven eight you'll still have a rush from people who do go to work so maybe as an old person you're like ah nine to eleven is the nice 
I mean, I work. I've never been to the grocery yeah. store at seven. In that the actually, yeah, nine. But nine to eleven might actually be makes sense. The least busy. Yeah. 100%. So maybe as a yeah as a retired person, it's probably the best time to go. And and you don't have to have a big rush of so you actually can go slower. Oh, know? maybe that's why they're also doing it then. Okay, right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Logistics. Yeah. The cashier at this line will work much slower than normal and interact with customers. And if all goes well, such chat lines might be introduced to other Etika stores nationwide. And if that goes well at Etika, then Netto and all these other chains might. But that could be interesting, you know. And um, I mean, that that could change a lot of like culture here. Normally, I'm in a rush, but there is once in a while where you know maybe you're tired, you don't really have to be home a certain time, and you don't really want to do that because you know, as we said in Germany, the space beyond the cashier is. Um, like 30 centimeters so basically like you yourself have to bag things like a formula one racing you know some yeah. pit, pit crew and so maybe you just want to like do it slowly and just like you know just talk i just do self-checkout because i want to get out of there as soon as possible i will never use a chat line <laughs> i don't think <laughs> i hate being in the grocery store it's my least favorite place to go in the world unless i'm buying cereal i like buying cereal for some reason it's fun because mm. as a kid i couldn't choose my own cereal but now i can i'm an adult true I can buy what i want there's something nice about just like you walk and you just have two things bottle of milk some box cereal. Of cereal. I know what I'm doing tonight. And the guy looks at you and he gives you that little nod, like, yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Picking up what you're putting down. That seems because I mean cereal's a meal or a snack. Like you can't say that about a lot of things. No, it's true. And cereal's it's crunchy, it's moist. Just add in a little fifteen extra fifteen percent extra, and then it's a meal. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Good stuff. And other news. The German rail. Big freaking surprise. The German rail the union Deutsche Bahn has once like, aren't you guys tired of I'm tired of saying it. Are you tired of hearing it? Has the German rail union has I'm once sure they're tired of it too. Has once again announced another rail strike in Germany starting this Sunday, May 14th. So it'll be over by the time you guys uh, uh, hear this. Um, at and starting at 10 p.m. on Sunday, all regional and long distance trains, basically all trains um, across all of Germany nationwide, uh, will come to a stop. And the strike is expected to last roughly two days. Now, uh, this hurts personally for both of us because uh, we're, our plan was to do like an impromptu visit to my wife's family. And our train, because it was the cheapest one, was coming back late Sunday night. And it was been supposed to get into Berlin at 1130, but the strike starts at 10. So that kind of screws that. So yeah. we're, we're trying to figure out what our what our plan of action here is. Yeah, and I'm also going away for the weekend to uh, my partner's dad's uh, 60th birthday. So we also come back as well on Sunday, but we'll have to figure out, I guess, what time. Cause it's got to be earlier now. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Deutsche Bahn's trying to get theirs and they're just getting lowballed while the CEO has gotten a few raises over the past year. So you get yours, Deutsche Bahn. Hopefully it works this time because I'm also tired of these strikes. I'm sure they are as well. Because, I mean, we've talked about how it happens often and it does, but... This past six weeks, like They're putting it, a lot of pressure it's, on it's, it. It's been once a week or something. There's there's been at least a regional strike or a nationwide or a, you know public transit strike here. There, like yeah. it's just at this point, like please give them what they want because it's a, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> please, please do it. Come on, CEO. Uh, but anyways, Jeff, I know how you are. I think you know how I am. Let's talk about it. Because we just had we 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 both had two separate experiences, but they the were same both experience. the same. And again, booked separately. Like this was not planned; it just kind of happened. So, right. but we both had the um, back in 2019. 2019, yeah, yeah. When did I buy it? I can't remember exactly the month, but yeah, 2019. We both bought tickets to Elton John because it was announced he was doing his. Um, and I think I found out from you because you said you were going to buy it for uh, Bobby for right. her birthday. Birthday, or, yeah. And I didn't even know that tour was happening. I was like, oh. And then I think I bought them for my wife. 
uh, so long ago. I can't remember if it was Christmas or her birthday. One of those. Um, I think it was Christmas. Christmas bought tickets to his farewell, you know, last tour. Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, which we bought 2019. Show was supposed to be six months later in 2020, right? Uh, or like, you know, May of, or, or no. No, supposed o- to be o- 2019. O- yeah, yeah. October. And then no, no, got, no, the show was in 2020. Oh, 20 October. Yeah. yeah. And then I got moved because of COVID, like moved it to 2021 at some point. And then COVID obviously kept going and they said, screw it, we're doing it 2023. And so I was like, Jeff, I don't know. I mean, I love Elton, but I don't know if he's going to make it that long. He's an old man who's a lot of cocaine in his life. Right. And, and, you're, and, you're, and you're, selfishly, you're thinking like each year that goes by, like his voice is getting worse. And, you know, right. and, and, yeah. And, you're, and plus it's, you know, like you can only stay hyped for so long. Yeah. When something's delayed three years. I mean, yeah, that's um, that's a gut wrench. Which like, okay, next year, that's hard enough. And but three I, years, I had thought I lost my tickets because we moved, right? And which, I mean, if I were you, I'd have put them in a safe place. But you know. but you know, when you move, things get you know, you put it somewhere safe. That that safe thing gets put in a should box. That box gets put box in the basement just for those two tickets. You know, I should but. have <laughs> actually. They were in a box where I put all my special things. I had no idea where it but was. You couldn't find the special box. And oh, Bobby's no. like, I know where it is. I, but I was like, I know where you put special things. It's probably in that one box. Like, I don't think I put it there. But and I asked them, I was like, hey, Eventim, which is like the ticket master type thing here. And I was like, hey, I lost my ticket. Here's my receipt. Can I get a new one? So like, nope. I said, you really expect everyone to, to hold on to tickets, tickets for three years? Three years. That's there's insane no, to no me. There's no replacement service. Uh, That's insane to me. Like, I'll pay an extra fee to get them back, but and they'll make more money. Yeah, five euro, whatever. It's just just to mail a new one or whatever. But, but I guess um, they can't prove that and sell them and trying to get new ones. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, after three and a half years of waiting, uh, you saw your concert on Monday. I just saw mine yeah. last night on Wednesday. And it was just incredible. He he made me tear up. He was great. I mean, like his voice was still fantastic. He had Daddy. full of uh full of energy. And every song like was just like like if you just played that for every song you played, you, you would have just been happy if you just played that you that one song, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. And then you would have walked up and walked I, away. After the happy, first like know? two songs, I was like, you know what? I can go home right now. I can die happy right now. I just yeah. saw Elton. But yeah, he was great set. Great. List, so yeah. shout out to Elton John. If you ever want to join the show, join the podcast, let us know. <laughs> we love you. And then also our last thing before we get into the whiskey, Jeff, is we have some bad news, everybody. It, it, it's some big news. It, it's, 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 it's good and bad news. It's, you know, it's, but, what they, it's bittersweet, as they say. But yeah, we know. Okay, we, we've both been very nervous about bringing this up because like, we know this is going to be very disappointing for a lot of people. And a lot of thought has been put into this. Yeah, um, so we, we've been thinking about this for a long, for a long, long time. Ooh, there you go. And we are going to end the podcast in probably two to three episodes. Again, like this is super bittersweet. Like even as you said that, I've, I, you look I'm sad. I'm not. You're not like. No, uh, I am. But you, uh, you're, vis- uh, you're visibly. Uh, I guess you're visibly sad. Yeah, it's. Um, I love the podcast. Like I love meeting every Wednesday, us hanging out, doing this podcast. Yeah, and you guys have to remember when we started this thing three years ago, we had zero hopes. We we thought you know our mom and dad we'd have twenty listeners. Yeah. Um, and it would last five episodes. Um, but. Because of all of you, you've really yeah. made like made like a dream come true. Really, a dream that I don't think I even knew that I had until we had it. No, and it's just been such a warm reception from you guys, and just every interaction with you guys are sending messages in, just saying such positive things. We've and, met a lot of cool people. Yeah, a lot of cool guests. A lot of you guys at the the in person meetups. You you some of you have sent. You spent money, your own money, sending us physical bottles of whiskey to us. Um, notes on them. Like, yeah, the, and these notes were incredible. The past three years it has been amazing. And like we never dreamed, yeah, we would reach 
the heights of where we're at. Um, but what happened was maybe about like two months ago. Yeah. And again, this decision, it was just up in the air thing. It, it only became, we only made this final decision about, I'd say two weeks ago. So it's very yeah. fresh, but we, we were just kind of mulling it. But about two months ago, we started talking about just creatively what we had left in the podcast. You know exactly. what I mean? Because we thought we've done this for three years and we only want to put out quality material. And, and we want to have fun while we're doing it. Yeah. It's a nonprofit podcast. We do all this in our spare time outside of our normal daily jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so, yeah, we, we, we talked about it and we kind of thought creatively, we're both not as excited as we used to be to do it, even though we still have a great time doing it. But that, that we just don't know where else we feel like we've done everything. We, you know, like we had some great, like single topic episodes and then, you know, I don't know, 50 episodes in, we introduced the shuffle and then we introduced the, the Q and a and like, oh, this is like putting new blood in, and making us excited and, and new creative endeavors. And then we had guests, you know, we never dreamed of having guests. We had guests. That, that was fun and meeting new people, but we're at a point where we just don't know. Yeah. What, where else we can go and we don't want to you know, just have the podcast go out in a, in a whimper, you know, with, exactly with, with, with us. Cause like the past few months, I think that's what brought it up. We, we realized we we're struggling for ideas, struggling for topics and just, yeah, our energy to find those topics just dwindled, dwindled. Yeah. But with this bad news, I think comes some really good news as well. Yes. And that good news is we are going to be moving to a YouTube channel and we're going to make all new content. Uh, we'll talk about a lot of the similar things, but in video form, uh, you get to see our faces. It'll be shorter. You know, of course, I'm going to do an hour long YouTube videos every week. Yeah, no, no it, it won't be us just filming the pot, obviously, because the podcast is right. ending. ending it's but. not going to be a pod. It's going to be an actual YouTube channel. We'll, 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 we'll have more information about it in the following weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not releasing now. So don't, no, don't, don't worry. worry. About, and as we said, the podcast, this is not the last episode of this podcast. There's a couple more episodes left. And we're not um, taking anything down. You know, the podcast will still, still be up on the internet for a long time. Absolutely. And, you know, who knows? Maybe a year maybe or two. We'll come back. A year or two from now, or, or I'm a never say never kind of a guy. No, of course. Maybe we'll just feel like, ah, let's throw another episode on there randomly. But and, um, and, and you know, the YouTube channel gives us a little more, I think, creative freedom. Uh, it gives us a little more time. And I'm I'm personally very excited to move on um, to move on to YouTube. I, I think that this past three years have been incredible, and I'm excited to just do something new every Wednesday, but still in the same space of what we're doing now my career has been as a filmmaker like you were into filmmaking when you were younger so to adding this visual aspect i, th I think that's when we just that's what pushed us to decide to do this for real yeah. was a couple weeks ago we saw how excited we were getting just talking about it right and we realized we hadn't been that excited about the podcast in a while you know what i mean and we kind of realized like god creatively this is what's gonna get our juices flowing so this needs i think this is we need to at least try this out and see what happens and obviously there's just no time to do both exactly so that's the only reason like if we had if we were had uh, no jobs and everything then we could just do both but you know yeah. we just can't <laughs> like and so we'll update you all on the new website name and the new instagram name and the podcast and right. the youtube name i said podcast and the youtube name we'll update you all of this uh, um here and also on our instagram and everything is all gonna be updated you'll get everything if you want to keep following us you can find us on youtube in a few weeks Hopefully the plan is that when the last episode comes out, the YouTube will, channel will be out as well. We'll release. So you rough, can, yeah, those are both released roughly the same time. So um, you can go right into uh, a new other 
yeah. areas and you can see our faces if you want to look at us if you don't want to look at us that's also fair yeah but, but we're hoping to do, <laughs> we're hoping to do that so there's not you don't have to wait several months and a huge gap you know we're, right we're like i need my alex and jeff you know so like, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna keep giving giving you content just in a uh, different form and, and and i hope that you won't don't get mad at us yeah, I, I hope I, I hope we're able to keep a lot Still of you. a lot of you as viewers and listeners, and, and I know for some of you, because some of you, I know it's um, podcast is your thing, and you listen to us on the way to work, and obviously you can't, you know, watch a YouTube video on your way to work, or at least safety wise, you shouldn't. So I know for some of you, it'll change the way that you watch our content, or at least the time where you watch or listen to our content. And um, so for that, I do apologize. It has nothing to do with you guys. You guys have been nothing but amazing this entire time. We just want to make sure we keep doing something that we're enjoying and right. and this YouTube, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to put out some fun. fun videos and, and again, we can show you guys Berlin. We can show you Germany instead of just talking about it. And don't worry, we will still, uh, we'll still have a probably meet up here or there if you miss the last two. Oh, totally. We'll probably do another meet up. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Maybe, maybe this summer, the weather's yeah, nice. Absolutely, man. You know? like, we love the meetups. They're so um, fun. So yeah, stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys for everything. We still have a few episodes left, so don't leave us yet. And yeah, yeah, um, so stick until the end. Come on, guys. It'll be worth it. I think to make us feel better, let's let's drink a whiskey. I think after this, I need because I need a whiskey. I know, guys, right? Guys, we were nervous about bringing this up because it, it's it's one thing to, to to say, okay, this as an idea, but once it becomes a real reality, you know, um, yeah, it's odd. But um, but all right, let's move on. We got some we got some fun shuffle stuff. Let's 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 keep going. So today we're drinking uh, Nomad. Which is a whiskey we had in episode 14, if you can believe it. 14, and we're what? Episode 144. 144. So 130 episodes ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is not the original bottle. This is the bottle you have. I have the original one at home. Uh, this is one you have. Oh, this is back when we used to, back um, we used to share to share the bottle, split them. Yeah. Right. So it's a really tall, skinny, weird bottle. But we should get a little pop out of this one. I don't know. Let's see. I'll try to, I'll try to make it pop artificially. Ooh, oh, I actually, do us something. I, I was there. afraid it was going to be... Like hot dog down a hallway. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that makes it very different than what I, what I think you think it is, Jeff. I know it comes from a sexual thing, but it was—it it was just the first thing I could think of throwing in a hallway that would just make a sound of. <laughs> this is weird because I, mm, I can't say this for sure, but I'm pretty sure I have not opened this bottle since I closed it when we after recording this episode. So this could be. This bottle totally spoiled. No, no, no. It's just, it's just been sealed for three years. So, um, yeah, yeah. I have no other information on it because I don't know the actual bottle. Ooh, but it, good. it's it's Spanish, and I remember. I think we liked it before, but I'm I'm not positive. Let's try. Cheers <laughs> to Spain. Oh, that is sweet. Mm. Oh, that's flavor. That's good. It is very sweet. Though. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean. I'm gonna ask you guys to review like always, Be, but I, I, you know, I guess there's only three episodes left. So I guess you don't have to. If you still want it, you can. Yeah, I mean, maybe save your energy. And and also, um, we stopped asking for donations a couple weeks ago for a specific reason because obviously we don't want you sending a donation to keep the podcast going when right. the podcast's not going. So so um, please hold on to your don donations for now. Um, hold on to your money. You guys give us enough. Yeah, yeah, uh, which are very appreciative of, of course, and, and we've we've got a um a, a very nice um sponsor, some really nice guys who are helping us out right now with our our last podcast payment because it's funny because the podcast has come to an end, but a lot of our big payments are just happen to be this time of year, so like yeah, <laughs> so we, so have, th we have a lot to, of money. Yeah. Thanks to time right again. Yeah, absolutely. And of, of, of our website's still there, agdwpodcast.com. 
Lots of stuff on there, of course. Absolutely. And Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast for now. For it will now. change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and don't worry. We are going to, for the time being, continue paying for the podcast hosting. So all these episodes, will, you can listen to these yes. for the foreseeable next year or two at least. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe longer. We'll see. Yeah. We'll have to ar- archive them somehow before. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah if, they'll, if not, they'll, they'll be on to the website. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll be always on the air if you want to. Be like, oh, yeah, my favorite episode back in 43 when Alex was hilarious. Back in 43. You can listen to that again. It's like, Dad, how old are you? Oh, no, no, I meant episode 43. Oh, episode 43. 43. Um, anyway, let's get to let's get to our uh, 20th or 30th, whatever it is, shuffle. And um, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess this one is specific to me, but this is a this is a experience I think a lot of people coming to Berlin, moving to Germany will have because you have to deal with the Ausländerbehörde or the immigration office. When or you, the Landesamt für Einwanderung. Oh, right. Which you always forget. Because it, well, because I don't like it because it's kind of like um, a serial killer just like changing his name and getting like like uh, plastic surgery. It's like, no, you're still the same guy underneath. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's an absolute, per- that's an absolute so, perfect uh, metaphor I, I there. I think I have to keep calling them the Ausländerbehörde just to remind myself who they really are. Who they really are on the inside. Um, but anyways, a lot of you even though honestly, it's like you hate them at the same time. It's like thank you so much for giving my visas. Like I hate you, yeah, you but I love you. you for giving me my the shit. necessary evil. Yeah, the Ooh. necessary evil. Mm. Wow. So a lot of you, if maybe you're, if you're in Berlin, you're uh, about to apply for a visa or you're gonna move and apply for a visa. These are things that might happen to you. So just keep aware of them because uh, so you won't freak out like I did. So um, yeah, so I, I have to unfortunately keep renewing my visa. I got another three year banger in three years and keep going. So recently I emailed them and just um, mentioned that my status had changed, gotten married, you know, so do I have to change my visa? And they're like, oh, sure. And and I thought they would just, like normally you you find your date yourself on the, and register your, your application yourself, right? Yeah. But via email, they're like, okay, great. We booked you a, a date. Didn't ask me what date I preferred, what month I preferred, or if I was free, just booked a date. They probably think they're brilliant. They look it. We gave you a... Uh, um an appointment, right? Like, but you, that's not what we want. Yeah, no, no. You have to give me options because the, the date they booked is the Monday right after I'm getting married. So I'm not even in, in Berlin because I'm coming back like Monday afternoon. So I, I couldn't even come to this date. So, um, so then I asked them, or I said, oh, I'm not available. Can, can I please book a different date? And again, instead of offering me or just saying yes, they're like, okay, I booked you a new date without asking again <laughs> for like a month and a half later. But luckily, that it's a date I'm free. With, but but again, ask guys, come on, yeah. like you know. And then one thing I noticed before they before they change the date for me, and so I was like, okay, because you can change the dates or cancel appointments yourself online on the Berlin website. So I went to do that, and they ask for your name and information so they know which which appointment to change, right? And the website is looking for your Vatanuma, your waiting number, right? Which right. Which, was, which is the number associated with your appointment. Like, okay. There's like six numbers. Right. So so I'm going to my confirmation for my appointment. There's no Vatanuma. There's a Vorgangsnuma, but no Vatanuma. And then I'm freaking out. Wait, wait, what? Because the email says Vorgangsnuma. And then I email them and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. That, when it says Vatanuma, they mean Vorgangsnuma. So they're using two different words for the same Completely thing. Completely two different words for say, which again, even if you know again, German, that throws you off. But right, like, you're talking to people who are immigrants to this country, and they make it just more complicated. I understand German, but I also get confused. Like, wait, fucking is that the same number? 
Because why would you, because because the website and the email are from the same same group. Right. So why would they use different names? So then you just think, oh, I just didn't get the, I didn't get my Fortinet. I need a Fortinet number. And then you're right. emailing. It's a huge waste of time. Like just call, like, it like, just adds another just unnecessary level of complication. Yeah, and it's just, but but that kind of disorganization again just fits perfectly with the Auslander. Oh, it's the beautiful. Of, so it doesn't surprise you. No, you're just like ah, that's. That's just it's chef's kiss. That's just classic, uh, classic house of a hood. Oh, uh, you classic housey. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so look out for that kind of shenanigans when you're uh, applying for your visa. Of course, a lot of you are like, I'm not moving to Germany anymore. <laughs> just, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> um, another thing that maybe you don't you don't want to move to Germany for anymore is uh, this. Just says on our on our notes here. It just says German banks suck. But the thing is, both of us know what that means. Because in general, German banks suck. German national banks suck. They suck. They, they, they are, the customer service is god-awful. They don't help you. And the weird one is Deutsche Bank. Super evil bank. Which literally means German, it's like Bank of America, right? So you're like, oh. So when I moved here, I'm like, that's the one I need to get, Deutsche Bank. That's going to have the most ATM. That's going to have the best customer service, everything. Nope. Sign up. Uh, there's maybe like one Deutsche Bank ATM that I can use without a fee within <laughs> 10 miles of my house. Like, Great. Like, like so ATM wise, horrible customer service, horrible. Like if I have a question about something going wrong in my account, send them an email to the customer support. The past three times I've done that received no response, even after months, no response to any of my customer support requests, nothing. They, they, they really want you to go into the banks during working hours, which is a problem all over the world. But like, I still don't get it. I'm at work. You know this bank because you 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 get my money <laughs> and you you close like half an hour after working hours ends. Right, like you close at like five thirty or six. So how much does it get here? The good thing about like German law is if you want to leave a bank, you don't need to actually even like go inside and tell them like, "Hey, I'm leaving you. I got a new bank." So if if, if you open up a new bank account in a different bank, you just send an email to the old bank saying, "Hey, I'm leaving you. Send these people my send money. Send my money to this number." And cancel my account, and they legally have to do it for you without any questions asked. So I, I, I canceled one bank. I, I waited like I think honestly like five years to cancel it because I didn't really know how to do it. And then someone's <laughs> like, just email, just send an email. And I just did. I just sent an email and said, "Hey, I'm done with you because I hate you." <laughs> and I say that, but I said, I'm done with you. So I money here, and they, and then it was done within I think a week. My bank account was nice. canceled. All good. So that's good, but that's more of a German law thing than banks being cool, right? But another reason why they suck is there's the the owner of the bar near my work this was insane yeah yeah i, I was talking to him he looked really stressed like how you doing he's like i'm on the phone for about three hours now i'm like well that must be intense and i asked him what it was for unless it was like phone sex or with right. his wife or just having a great time <laughs> uh <laughs> and he said that yeah he got a bunch of charges from like costa rica on his credit card and it's calling the bank to figure it out, right? Somebody stole his identity, yeah, basically. Which was, you know. is a pretty, if not like the most standard, probably thing banks deal with. all the time, yeah, yeah. So you think, you know, like, I, you think you'd call and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I was stolen. We'll give you, there's an insured, here's your, here's your money cancel back. Cancel my card, yeah. And we send you a new card, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, I've had this happen. It's pretty quick, usually. Yeah. But this, he, I think he had Comance Bank. And they had waited on the phone for him. He had waited on the phone for three hours. And then they said they had to go home and get his bank slips and tell them all of his charges that he's made over the past like few months. His, his, his printouts of his bank account, which right. which isn't that what your website for? And plus, you're the bank. You're the bank. You you should have on your computer. You sent that to him. Yeah, yeah. Like you should have all this. Like it's it's in it's. And I've I've come across this problem as well. Like because you know I'm a freelancer, so at the end of the year, um, I have to have everything kind of like I, I have to look back and see okay how much money did I receive, how much money did I, was it my business expenses, whatever. 
But even on Deutsche Bank, which again, the biggest bank in Germany, whatever, you go on their website, they only allow you to, to view your bank records up till I think 90 days before. And then oh, really? after, yeah, and after that, you cannot view it. You can't view before that. Yeah, I've had this problem. Hey. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, at once a month or once a quarter, they send you, which is a huge waste of paper, they send you printouts of your bank stuff. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to keep all of that. And that piece of paper is supposed to be, which I mean, we're in 2023, and this, this big pile of paper is supposed to be your your um, digital archive, something that you cannot easily search through, right? You can't just like click find. Which this is just, yeah. it's just so, so, so incredibly German. Just so German. Yeah, just honestly, just let, because I know that your computer can hold all these records, right? So just let me view back as far as I want and then stop wasting paper. Yeah, right? it's dumb. I, I, I now have a different bank, uh, only online bank. And I, I've liked them a lot. The customer service has been pretty decent. N26 or what? No, not 26, uh, ING. Oh, yeah, ING. Yeah, my, uh, um, my wife has that. Yeah. They, they've, they've been pretty good. I, I do like them. But uh, I had Postbank before. They were pretty terrible, especially because like Postbank is like part of, I don't understand Postbank because they're part of like the German postal service, but they're also like a bank. Yeah, it's a weird thing. So it, there, there used to be the German post office, right? And then this separate Postbank. But then technically, what? anytime you go into a German post office, you're not going into post office, you're going into a post bank. And so now it's a bank that also does the post. Like right, they, so you, they merged them together. You can it, pick it, up a package and then also apply you know, for a get loan. a loan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the same place. Which, I mean, I guess in very certain specific instances is incredibly convenient, but maybe that's like probably one, one in like a million where it's like, I got to get this package, but I need a loan at the same day. Maybe the package is like COD collection delivery. And you're like, I don't have 200 bucks. Loan. I need a- <laughs> <laughs> can you give me a loan so I can open my package? Yeah, so um, yeah, German banks can be a, can be a pain, but I don't think I've never met anyone who's been like in any country who says, "Man, my country's banks are tip top." No, but uh, I mean, I, I had um, I had some credit unions back in California, and also Bank of America. The credit unions are also cool. Yeah, but even Bank of America, which is not a good bank, oh, I hated them. I still like prefer them to Deutsche Bank because if you had cust- if you had customer service questions, they actually answered them. Because like, I mean, at least America still has American customer service. Yeah. Whereas in Germany, it's just fucking poopy. Yeah. I mean, but you know, we live here. That's different. But I, I, I think, so one thing I want to say that's bad on Bank America is I had an account when I, my first like two, three years here, I still had an American account. I don't anymore. And I had like, I don't know, like a thousand eight hundred bucks on there. And I was getting charged every month, $25 because my account didn't have enough money in it. What was the minimum? 1,800 is quite a bit. I think 2,000 or something like that. 2,500. Weird. But I don't understand how you can charge me money for not having enough money. For me, I think that that's just, you're just stealing. You're just stealing my money. Plus 25. Like that's, that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, the same thing happened to me, but in my Bank of America account, um, the minimum, I think, was only like 100. I think I had a different type of account. It was only 100, right? But when I when I moved away, I just, because I, once I decided I'm living in Germany, I took all my money and I just left like a token. 10 bucks in the account just to keep the account alive because I forgot about the 100 minimum thing or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and it, sorry, real quick. And so for three years, I never touched that bank, didn't need it, lived in Germany. Yeah. And then finally, I was like, oh, yeah, I have that account. Oh, I'm, I'm visiting um, the US soon. I'll transfer some money over there because I'm going to be there for like two weeks. It's good to have that, use that card. I contact them. They're like, oh, you don't have an account here. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, no, you don't. And they looked in, the, in, the, in their archives and they were like, oh, yeah, you didn't have an account. We, did, we closed it three years ago. And I was like, but you didn't inform me that, oh, yeah, we, and then he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, actually, it says here we actually didn't inform you about that. <laughs> I was like, but why'd you close it? He's like, oh, well, you didn't have enough money. 
so you kept getting charged that fee, but I only had 10 bucks. And he's like, it's like eventually you just went into like negative 400 or whatever. And, um, instead of trying to collect it, we just closed your account. And I was like, Oh crap. Did I owe you 400. He's like, nah, we just closed your account. So, okay. okay. But, but still, but I think it's ridiculous. So in, in the one good thing, I guess about German banks, if you're that type of person, uh, you can go into the minus, uh, in your account and not get charged for not get a fee, not in Deutsche Bank, not in Deutsche Bank. Okay. But okay. in some, in some banks you can, um, so like, Hey, you have 500, your rent is 700. You paid your rent. Now you've minus 200, but the bank knows you're getting paid your, you know, salary that month. So no money's coming in and they do allow in certain circumstances without getting, but they won't uh, let fined. you, they won't give you like six years though. Probably. No, no, no. I, I think there's certain circumstances. Like if you have a salary, then they know all right, next month you're going to have money in your account again. Oh, okay. So you can go under knowing you're going to get paid, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. At the end of the month. So I, I can't go under in that bank then. Maybe not. I don't know. Because they, they'll see that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, 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 uh, I know a few people who have gone the negative a few times and like, there's no fines. Your, your, your credit court score, whatever isn't affected. It just. Okay. Yeah. In, in Deutsche Bank, it is like, there's a um, over, uh, withdraw, uh, over, overdraft uh, fee. And then they charge you, they give you, they let you spend that money, but then they, they take it, they consider it a loan and then they charge you interest on that money as until you pay it back. Of course they do. Yeah. Cause Deutsche Bank is the worst. Yeah. But what happened with this guy? So, so he had his, so that the, the bank said, Okay, you have to come in here with all your printouts. What if he didn't have those printouts, first of all? Because some people throw them oh, away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy goes, I did he stolen. Uh, I don't know. I, I saw him like a week or two later and asked him how it went. He said it was an absolute pain, but he figured it all out. And he's trying to leave the bank now. <laughs> yeah. Again, why try? Just like you said, just send the email and gone. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I, I did tell him that. I said, you can get, you leave very easily. But yeah, it, it, I just cannot believe all the hoops they made him jump through because his identity got stolen. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just, it's just stupid. But let's move on from banks, Jeff. And let's go to and USB shuffle plugs. over to the good to old fashioned. I, I got two bus things coming up. So. Yeah, I see you got some bus things here. I, I haven't seen these before. I think you're gonna go on a big uh, because, because I, I wrote some because unfortunately um, the 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 tram had some issues la, uh, last night on the way to the concert, and so they replaced some sections of it with some replacement buses. Yeah, I because that no, too. normally I stay away from buses. I hate buses, so I hadn't ridden a bus bus in a while. That's why I got all this bus stuff. I don't mind the uh, night bus sometimes. It can be fun, but yeah, during the day. Then you have to deal with tr what what I like about uh, trams and subways and stuff. There is no rush hour because they are unimpeded, right? Because a, a sub usually a, yeah a, a subway there's no cross traffic. The subway just goes it's unimpeded, okay? Yeah. Um, whereas a bus, you're stuck in traffic. Oh yeah. I mean, they as do, they everyone do else sometimes is. have the bus lanes. Sometimes, same, but same usually like a, a tram slow, can yeah. get stuck in traffic too. You know, sometimes, yeah, yeah. But, but um, I, I like, yeah, buses and trams. I don't like at all. No, I'm not. But I like them more now because because <laughs> I was riding one of the newer buses in Berlin yesterday, and every single seat had two USB plugs. Yeah, I've seen that. Every single seat, it's pretty had, cool. So there, there was a hundred USB plugs across this whole bus. So you're on your way home and your phone's dying. You just charge, or you're on your way to a date or something, charge your, charge your phone up. That's pretty cool. Like and they didn't have to do that. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's a nice little feature. And, and also I think they've had that for a while now, actually, to be fair, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, all new buses in Berlin now are electric. So I think it's really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. That they're slowly replacing the thousand something buses. Yeah. With, with all, uh, not hybrid, like full on electric buses. And when you think about how much a bus is running, throughout a day that's a lot of hours yeah pollution what pisses me off about buses so we had a it's called a zatzvekia we talked about it before and uh, tell everybody what air zatzvekia means uh that's when like the s-bahn or the u-bahn's not running and so you have to get bus instead for a few stations 
Yeah, Ersatz yeah. Mean, basically means replacement. Replacement bus. And Fekad, traffic service, whatever. So right. replacement service, yeah. So there was one near our apartment. So the bus was hanging out um, right near our apartment. And it was beginning of like March or April. So not warm outside yet. But um, my partner's um, aunt uncle, they also live outside of a bus station or near one. Anyways, when the buses sit there, um, they just keep running. The buses keep running, mm. even when they're gas powered. Yeah. So you're all night, nom, 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 nom. And you're thinking like, man, you're just wasting so but much I could think energy. If it's winter, um, bus that's driving, why. they get pretty chilly. And if you don't, if you turn the That's the why they off. do it because of winter. But like, I remember it was like, it was like 18 degrees. I was not cold. And I don't know, it just feels so wasteful. So I'm really happy they're going to all electric now because that's not a problem anymore. They can stay warm and not just pollute by not moving. True. Actually, very true. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited doing that because buses have... A huge important role in the city. There's a lot of areas that don't have a tram or a good U-Bahn or S-Bahn line. So having those buses are really important. Yeah. And, and there's quite literally thousands of bus stops in Berlin. It's huge. We looked it up once and it's it's a massive it's an number. Unbe- yeah. Way more than I even thought. It's yeah. an unbelievable amount of buses here. Yeah, yeah. But plus Berlin is much bigger than you think it is. It's just, yeah. So there's That's the thing too. Buses going everywhere. Yeah, like where I live, for example, like the S-Bahn and the U-Bahn kind of stop. So down in Brits, you know, uh, there's a lot oh, oh, okay. of buses go down there. Oh, oh true. Yeah, true. It's kind of like the end. I mean, I'm like right at the end of the uh, end of the uh, edge of the normal city, and then after that, it goes to like more rural city, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> a little more suburban. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Now this USB is a- bus, but USB plugs and uh, bus plugs to plug in the bus. Pretty cool. Very cool. Now this next one, this next sorry, this next one, this next one is also a very German thing that it has. It, it, it's always been this way, but I, again, I've ridden buses in a while. So when you have a bus route, usually. It is a a circle, right? So you have usually the last stop for the bus and the first stop are the same, if you know what I mean. The the bus yep. the bus stops, everyone gets off, it waits a few minutes, and you know, then it, it, it then now starts the route all over again, right? Yep. And so last night we had Erzatzer replacement service for the tram. And so we got off the tram and there was a bus which it has just it just finished its route and was about to start the the circle again, right? right. So there's there's the sign that says you know, Enstation, right on the side of the road, next station, yeah, and next this bus. There's about forty of us. We all show up. The bus is empty. The bus drivers and they're just in there. We all come. We all try to open the doors. Nothing, you know, knocking on the windows, whatever, and no response. We're all standing there. And it's cold and it's late. You know, we we just been to the Elton John show. It's now 11 p.m. We're tired. We're just standing there five minutes, 10 minutes. We're like, what's going on? And I looked down about five meters continuing on that same road. Another sign that says start of route. Ah. <laughs> so she was not going to let us get on the bus, even though it was literally the same spot. She was not. So we so I noticed I was, I was like, oh, babe, I bet you she's she's going to make us walk. Five meters, you know, twenty feet, twenty-five feet down the road, just so she can move the bus, like like literally touch the gas, uh, and move forward, and then make us get on there. So we we all moved up, and we're looking back, and she's still sitting there, waits five minutes, kind of looks at her watch, turns on the bus, goes forward, goes five meters, stops, <laughs> then opens her doors because now we're at the proper place to get on the bus. And hey man, she deserves no, a break but, too. No, but I mean, no, but that's that's such a German thing. I mean, come Yo, on. Why, why not have the same station for both? Why do you have to end somewhere yeah, and yeah, start yeah, somewhere yeah, else? She, because it's, it, 
it's she's stopping and then just really just moving like eh, moving forward uh, like a, a stone's throw. It, it was it was ridiculous, and we're just standing there staring at her, and we're like, "Come on, man, can we just get going here? What's going on here?" I just, I just, it was, but that's a very German thing. I have another really German thing on a bus that happened to me yesterday, actually. Uh, so some of you know I am a kindergarten teacher. And every once in a while, we take a bus and we go to a lake near uh, in, the, in the city, outside the city. All right. So we got the kids in the bus. So, um, do you want to say the name of the lake and the date and time you go every? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but so on the way back, we got this. It's always a different bus driver every time, more or less, and different buses. So on the way back, we had this bus driver that had like a German school bus type thing. Not like an American school bus at all, but it's like a German school bus. It's not like What's a, a German school bus? It's not a coach bus, pretty much. It's kind of like a bare bones bus. You know, there's it, it. It's not like a city bus. It's a little less than a city I'm, bus. I'm not getting a visual. Which, if we had a YouTube channel, we could uh, show a visual. Could if I can find it, because I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain. It's just it's a bus. It's a fine bus. Okay, there are there are rows of seats and there's rows of seats. There's no yeah. bathroom or anything. That it's not like a coach, but yeah, it's a bus. So there's not good uh, ventilation in this bus because it's pretty bare bones. And it was a hot day yesterday. It was like 23 degrees and really sunny. So you get on the Wait, bus, which is roughly about 71 Fahrenheit. Right. So we get on the bus and the, uh, your, your wife was like, Hey, it's pretty, pretty hot in here. And the driver's like, Oh yeah, I'll open up the little, the little top vent, which is like an emergency exit, emergency like a little bit brings in. No, nothing. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not using the air conditioning, you know, because it can get you sick and make your nose uh, sniff a little bit. And oh, yeah, that, that was just the, like, I, I just looked at, I looked at your wife and I was like, this guy's just so German. This yeah. is the most German In case you guys ever. don't know, the, the Germans have this myth that AC just makes you sick. Within five minutes of you using it, I mean, yeah, use AC, you're sick. Yeah, you're sick. It's just, oh, it's chemicals, and it just hurts you. It's, it, and that's why sometimes it's been getting better. I've noticed over the since I moved here to now, more and more stores and places do use AC. But still, there's a lot of places where you're like, why is it so hot in here? And they're just refusing to use AC, even if it's 80 degrees, 85 degrees outside. So, yeah, but it, it is getting better. It is becoming more westernized in that sense, where they're like, okay, let's not make people sweat their balls off here. Yeah, I'm torn on air conditionings. Like in in shopping stuff like that, I'm here for it. But like in apartments, I think we can still make do here in Northern Europe. Dude, it depends. I mean, um, my apartment before this, when it was in the 80s or whatever, it was about 10 degrees hotter inside, and you were really That's just sit, sitting in your own filth. Like it's, it's just an sweat. environment thing. It just if everyone uses it, it's just not good for the environment. But I no, guess. But but with global warming, I mean, it's just. In 20 years, you're going to ask people not to use ACs. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, know. that's fair too. Yeah. But then it's, then it's like making something get, it's getting hotter because we're using more air conditioning. Yeah. Using more air conditioning is getting hotter. Anyways, different, different debate for a different time. But uh, yeah, and then Germans will also, so they'll tell you air conditioning is going to kill you. But then in the winter, you know, you're nice and warm and cozy. And then it's like, oh, it's four o'clock. Time to open up the windows for 10 minutes, air out the apartment. <laughs> like, I'm like, but, but it's cold. It's zero degrees out. It's snowing outside. You want to open this window up? And then you do the same thing on a bus in the summer. And they close the window because a seat, they say, a seat. And it's like, because they think they're going to sick from the bus window open. I don't understand it. And there's Germans, all of you Germans listening, just be consistent. I don't yeah. understand your, 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 your points here. And there's here. very little science behind these like... Uh, these wives' tales that you have. Yeah, it's just one of these weird cultural things that, I mean, it's not, it's not bad or good. It's just, it's just like, why, 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 why are you the way you are? Mm. Germany. I think living in Germany, just once in a while, you're in fire stuff going, why, why, why is this? Why are you this way? Now this next one, uh, I'm going to try to explain it and let me know if you, um, picking up what I'm putting down. Okay. Alex? Okay. So th this is something that I just remembered happened to me a lot. The first, I'd say two or three years I lived here. So in, in the States, when you need something, a battery, a plastic container, or whatever, 
Oh, who's my what's it? Oh, what's your McCall? Uh, you know by default. Okay, I need a ba- this is dating me, but you, you know you need a battery, Raider Shack. Yeah, okay, I need a plastic container, K- more. Kmart, Walmart, or like you know, like, like you're just naming all things that don't exist don't anymore. Exist. <laughs> Raider Shack, Kmart. Yeah, yeah, but these all these all went when I was living in Germany. That's why in my mind they still exist. You know what I mean? They don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, even though I know they're gone, but you know what I mean. In general, I think nowadays it's just Walmart for everything, which is just so depressing. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway, I grew up in a smaller place, so we didn't have Walmart. So you actually had different stores. But but anyways, depending on what you needed, whether it's generalized or specific, you knew generally what, not not necessarily the, the, the name or the brand store, but like you knew what style of, what type of store where you needed to go, right, for that thing. But I found when I came to Germany, especially in that first year or so, I need a plastic container. Where do I get that? You know, like, like you, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Know, you don't even know what type of, forget the, the, the chain name. Like what type of store do, uh, do I go to? Or, or you assume, like, oh, okay, I need a, a cough drop. And so, you know, like down the street from me, there's a place called has a drugstore. You go in the drugstore. Wait, where's the cough drops? Oh no, those are only sold at a pharmacy. Oh, okay. Like, and, so, you're, so, so, and you're also looking for like different brands as well. You're like, I know what I, the product I need, but that brand doesn't exist. Right. So I only know like, for example, like specific like toilet cleaner things, right? And when you first moved here, I'm like. Well, that could be that. I mean, it looks like it, but it's a different thing. Maybe it's for the kitchen. I don't know. I don't know what, what this is for. And then you try to like remember in the store where everything is. Once you figure it out, like I'm going to this one store. I know where it is in this one store because it's too risky going somewhere else. What if it's not somewhere else? I yeah. know it's there. Yeah. So I'm going there. Even though it's out of the way, that's the one I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of time wasted and it, and it sounds like a very a small thing, but especially once you start, I think if you're here for three months and you're just, you know, you've got like a temporary apartment, whatever, you're not, you're not doing a lot of shopping, right? But if you, if you know, if you establish yourself here, you're here for a year or two, you got your own apartment. There's a lot of things. Yeah. That just by default, you're just, you're, you find yourself on forums going like, Hey, where do I buy a toilet brush in Germany, in Berlin? You know what I mean? Who sells it? And then people are like, Oh, there's these places called household Wadrungs places yes. where, where you buy household items like toilet brushes and, um, like art supplies and um, vases and cups and, and, and knives and forks. You're like, oh, okay, great. And I think now that's I also part of the culture of Germany as well of like, unlike in the States, you know, you have Walmart and Target, which get everything there. And they only have that here. You have specific shops for specific things. Um, so yeah, you have to kind of know where to go for what. I remember I needed a very specific thing for my sink, you know? Mm. And I was like, I, mean, I know I could go to like a uh, Home Depot, you know, Bauhaus type thing, but <clears throat> excuse me. I went to a Euro store. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I just looked around. I actually found the thing for my sink there. Nice. So I put that in my bank, you know, in my, in my where shit is bank in the back of my head. So now I know I need a little screen for my sink. Euro shop has it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you find yourself skipping some of these places because maybe you see, the, you see a chain. You see these stores called uh, Teddy, whatever, right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I don't know what the hell that is. So you're like, you're just going by, right? But you don't realize that that's basically like a, a Euro store, right? But you... But, you know, you just see off the distance, you're like, oh, that's not what I'm looking for, you know, because uh, so it takes this long time to learn all these names of these chains and just to learn in general, okay, this type of thing I buy at this type of a store. Because like you said, I guess, yeah, you get so used to um, big box or eight, uh, Home right. Depots and Kmarts and, and Walmarts that, that you just know, okay, I'm going to go there. This thing's going to be there. I just have to look for the blank aisle. Like, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you exactly. get used to the aisle, not for the And if you store. don't know, someone in the, re- oh, someone in the store is going to come help you. Not the case here. No, no one's going to ask you, hey, sir, can I help you with anything? True. That never ha- yeah, yeah. You, you think that's annoying, but when you really need it, you, you love it. But he, yeah, here, nobody 
they could care less that you're, you're in your, their store. I, I think I've talked about it before. One time I was trying to buy a camera lens. I went to four different shops. In Germany or US? In Germany. Okay. And I was like, I have money. I want to buy an expensive camera lens. And I went to four different shops. I had a, like one shop. I had to search around to get someone to help me. One shop, I waited 20, 30 minutes. And the guy's like, oh, we don't have it. And I said, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> Once another one, waited for a guy forever. He didn't look at me at all. And like I just kept trying to get someone to just be like, Hey, sir, we're looking for him. Be like, I want this lens. They say, here it is over here. Come buy it. Which in the U.S. is, I mean, standard. Like w- within walking to a big store, like a Best Buy or whatever, I mean, you've got maybe 10 seconds before at least one person comes yeah. up to you. Hey, I can help you today. And you just go, oh, I mean, no, I'm just looking around. And it like, can okay, definitely okay, be okay. too yeah. much, but when you need it, it's nice. And the lens, one of the shops, because it's behind, you know, like the locked doors. You can't just pick it up and buy it. I saw it. Like I knew it was there, but because no one helped me, like I, I was like, Literally, I see it. I have money in my hand, and I was just trying to get someone to help me. No one did. So I was like, screw it. I left and I bought on Amazon. Ah. Uh, yeah. But it happens. That is just another signal of what we were talking about of this generally bad customer service in Germany. Yeah. Is it, the customer is not always right here. And I, no. they, I think they really got to step that up because it's like you, you, you customer, are losing money. As a customer, you have, you're not right. You're annoying. It's like, Susie, can we, why are you here? Yeah. Why are you in my store? What are you doing here? <laughs> I just vacuumed this carpet and now you're on here with the shoes. What are you doing? Get out. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> actually, that is true. Yeah. In, in a way. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Nobody bothers me. But then when you actually want something like, I want somebody to bother me. I want somebody. <laughs> you, you feel like at the grocery store is the worst. Like trying to find some peanut butter. It's hard to find. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. And you, you don't want to like get them on a bad, on a bad day or in a bad moment, bad moment. And just turn around and stare at you. Looking for the peanut butter. Like, oh, so, oh there, 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 you find it. I'm sorry. Can you can you repeat? Let's find it. Actually, in the grocery store, they are always like they have this attitude. I am just so busy. I cannot be bothered with this crap. You know, like showing you where things are in aisles and stuff. I mean, to, yeah. to be fair, in the job description, it probably says you are going to stock shelves. You're going to stock the back. It probably says nothing about helping people. So, based on being German, like the rules say, I don't have to help you. So, when you ask me for a question, it's not on my contract. I'm not doing it. Actually, Fuchs go. Went- Which is to be fair, that's fair. <laughs> A few weeks ago, I went in to get the um, the beer that we usually drink, uh, you know, post uh, episode, post yep. episode wrap up beer, and um, I always grab this one because like the che- it's the the cheapest for the best taste because it's just just cheaper that just tastes awful, right? But sure. this, this is good, you know. Um, so I I always just get this one. Wasn't there? This one walked by and and I'm just be keep in mind I'm standing in the beer aisle. She walks by and I'm like, hey, I'm losing. I'm looking for the Lupsa. See the Lupsa? It's like yeah, it's uh, with the beer. And, I'm, oh, and, okay. I, and I'm, I'm standing with the beer and I'm, and I'm just, and, and then she just kept walking. And literally as she walked, <laughs> I, I just mumbled on my breath. No, it's not. And she just kept going. And I was just like, well, wait, you were in the beer aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was standing like, you know, I, I looked at, at all the shelves, nothing. And then a woman walked was walking by the end of the aisle. So I just turned and did, Oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's with the beer. And then just kept walking. And I was like, but I, I no, it's not. Okay. I, I've had better luck asking other customers. Like you're, you're, you're a mom. You probably eat peanut butter with your kids. Like, do you know what peanut butter is? <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's right over there. Oh, thanks so much. Or, or you see somebody else has it in their cart. And you're like, where did you get that? Where is this? I want this. This grocery store is tiny and I cannot find it because it's one little tiny jar in a giant shelf. Actually, that is a, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, uh, wrap this up in a minute, but that's actually an interesting shuffle type of thing is that because the grocery stores in the U S are so big, Sometimes there's a whole aisle for just peanut butter, peanut butter, just potatoes, whatever. But here they're so small 
that there's such there's such an eclectic variety of things in one aisle. You know what I mean? So, so maybe maybe you're looking for peanut butter, right? But you look down the aisle and you're mostly just seeing like um uh like you know canned beans or something. Oh, it's not this aisle. So, but then when you come back later, you know, like you see in the middle, mi- tiny mixed, little mixed with the beans. Oh, there's random because there's they have to fit so much that. That, and there's only like one option for each or two options for each, right? Like, right, if that, yeah. So, so sometimes it's hard to find things because it's easier when there's the whole aisle for that. It's like whole aisle for sweet, whole for that. But here it's like everything's kind of mixed together in a way. And a lot of so the times, sections of aisles. It's like ha- like a third of an aisle. Or a and a lot of times they don't really have like signage for the aisles. Just kind of just walk around and figure it out. Actually, like, I haven't. Is there signage? Actually, I, have I know some do. Like mine does, but it's very small and useless. Like, let me give you an example if anyone doesn't know. The grocery store I go to all the time, it's called Netto. And Netto is a really, it's, it's a discounter grocery store, but like the produce is pretty decent. I mean, all most produce is better than the States anyways, but the produce <laughs> is pretty decent. And hey, I'm, I'm from California. Everything's that's fair. pretty fresh. And the, the food's like, it's all right. But the one aisle where I get my coffee, well, I'll tell you, this aisle, I get my coffee, my tea, my jams, uh, olive oil, uh, other types of oil, balsamic vinegar, uh, pasta, so you guys, that, that's, that's all, all one, aisle. one aisle. It's a small aisle, now, and that's all there. Now, I think the reason they don't have labels is because what would you label that aisle? I don't know, <laughs> know. know what you label the aisle. And then the, the problem is, like, we renovated the store. And like, no, fuck, why would you do this? Oh, now and then they move everything place? around. Oh, and, no. and, and, like, ask any, ask any um, immigrant in Germany. The hardest thing, ask what the hardest thing to find in a grocery store is. And everyone's going to answer with eggs. Finding eggs is always so difficult to go to a new store. You can never find the eggs. True. Because there's no like egg aisle. They just put them like in the most random spot where ever. They, where they have empty space. Because they're not refrigerated either like in the States. Yeah, so they're just yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And in the States, you, you know, you go to the dairy, the dairy um, freezer or right. fr- fridge compartments and they're there. But here they're not. Uh, yeah, they're not refrigerated. And so it's, and sometimes it's just like, oh, here's the end of an aisle. We'll stick them on. They're like, we'll make a little oh, yeah. a pallet at the end of yep. the aisle or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's like so like throw which is it's, it's pretty, eggs it's, are pretty it's, important so like why yeah, are, why are they so last thing. minute like everyone throw. uses eggs yeah. more or less unless you're vegan i guess or allergic but anyways yeah like ask i just go up to anyone random like hey you moved to germany recently right what's the hard thing to find a grocery store they're gonna answer eggs i guarantee you they'll answer eggs actually right because i went to lidl today to get the beer for us and it's pasta and stuff eggs and then flour sugar next to that you know what i mean so like that's that's the that that's the section so 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 who would think, oh, yeah, where's the eggs? Oh, yeah, and of course, the pasta aisle, you know, <laughs> makes sense. Next to the jams and right. the olive oil. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, that's I mean, it. I think eggs is a great place to wrap things up. You I know? mean, eggs are a great way to start the day, but they're actually an underrated way to egg the, end the day. Egg the day. Actually, yesterday. And that is no yolk. Because, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, because, you know, uh, at, at, at concerts, I mean, you know, it's it's movie theater mentality. You know, you're paying 50 euro for a slice of bread, whatever. Right. So, like, we just bought a small snack just to keep us going, whatever. Was it eggs? It was not eggs. Um, but after after the concert, you know, it's 11 p.m. You know, it's time to go to bed. We're both tired. But I haven't, all I had for the past five hours is a small little snack. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I looked at my fridge, and right there was just eggs and bacon. I was like, I'm making an eggs and bacon sandwich. Kind of like a McMuffin kind of a thing. But, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was my, like, in bed as my wife is snoring i'm eating my eggs and <laughs> eggs and bakey and like mm. amazing yeah that's awesome a little bit of uh sriracha on there too. breakfast or dinner is great dinner for breakfast not as good but still pretty good Ooh, yeah dinner for breakfast is hard because when it's 8 a.m do you want to have like a lasagna no <laughs> but fried <laughs> rice loaf. 
We do a lot of fried rice for breakfast. It's fantastic. Stuff you made from earlier or made fresh? Like we had, we made rice the night before. Then right. I take it, refry it. Right, yeah. Put eggs on top of that with eggs. some bacon. I think when so you, when you good. put eggs in something that's dinnery, you make it sort of breakfasty. I think you put eggs in anything, it makes it better, generally. Uh, not cereal. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, not cereal. <laughs> Anyways. But he, guys, he thought about it. He, his mind was going a mile a minute. I, I mean, I did. I mean, eggs are, eggs are great. You know, Love eggs. Great. Whiskey. Whiskey. Let's, um, uh, well, we're not super nomadic because there's two of us, but uh, dive on in. Okay. Again, yeah, this is the Nomad Whiskey. It's from Spain. España. Nomad Outland Whiskey, it's called, actually, from España. And, and uh, he, he actually looked for more details in the back of the bottle, but this is just I forgot. A, it's not the real bottle. The bottle I got as a store, so. Well, cheers. I mean, we just did it, but cheers again. again. Double cheers. Ooh. I, I, I really do. I, I do like it. Um, it has a bit. I, I, it's the sweetness that you're not liking. It's a little too sweet, but but, it, but it's not for me. Not crazy. It's just more than usual. But I do. I'm quite enjoying the flavor. For me, it tastes like there's like a, a Splenda in there or something. It's a little too. Mm. It feels like an artificial sweet. I don't know. But like they, Actually, in the office, doesn't at some point he he's Scotch like, hey, yeah, Scotch and Splenda. It's it tastes like Splenda. It's jungly Scotch. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I feel like there's like Splenda in there, but the flavor I do like. It's got a decent burn. It feels good going down. It's really smooth. So, I, I mean, yeah, I would say I... But it's not amazing. No. It's not amazing. I, I give it like a solid seven. Yeah. Um, well, just real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it a... Ooh. Let's give it a nice 7.2. I knew you were going to go a little bit higher. I knew it. Yeah. And well, let's look back. Because I'm not minding the... Uh, yeah, it should be... So, going back, episode 14. Oh, yeah. We both... Gave sevens. Gave sevens. Yeah, so we both like it roughly. I, I came up point two. <laughs> we clearly were not on a review game back then. You said it's very solid. Well, and uh, uh, Oh, sorry. I can't read our own things. Okay, you, you, read. you read mine last, last time, time too. too. So I said, <laughs> the more I drink it, the more I like it. It's getting sweeter by the sip, which that's accurate. It is sweet. And I wrote, it's very solid and I enjoy it. Wow. Kind of like, it is your birthday. You sound very. This, uh, is, this is a whiskey. It is wet. Um, Ooh, wait, wait. I spelled whiskey wrong on the website, but, but that kind of nonplus review fits perfect with seven out of 10. That basically, cause I think for us, sevens have always been like, that's a whiskey. It's average, you know, True. it's normal. Especially cause the week before we had the yellow spot was our favorite and I gave it six. Ooh, but what if we were going to flash back next week with that? Now you've already looked at the thing. Well, oh, well, <laughs> well, anyways, everybody, uh, thank you again for sticking with us. A lot of you for, for three, three years. years, we're not done yet. So I'm not going to say goodbye yet no 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 d- d- yeah don't worry we are, we're not done we have i i we haven't looked at the schedule but i think we have at least two maybe three more episodes left um the last episode will come out end of june-ish somewhere um because there, we, there is a break happening end of may beginning of june uh we'll be taking about two weeks off uh for my wedding my oh, yeah. big wedding extravaganza i've got family visiting for those two weeks and the wedding's smack dab in the middle. Um, and then a friend of ours has a bur- uh, 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 something shower, baby shower. Um, and anyway, there's, there's stuff happening. So there'll be a break, but yeah. we're not done yet. So I'm just going to say thank you a lot. We love you all. And um, it's guys, it's been fun. And again, I mean, we're making it sound like we're, you know, giving you our cancer diagnosis or something like that. But yeah, we're not going away. No, no guys, it's it's. This one form of us is going away, but we got a YouTube channel. We're gonna have some, I, we're, our plan is to really make fun videos and keep the things that you guys love. It's still gonna be in me and Alex talking bullshit, 
We're still going to be drinking whiskey. Still going to be talking about Germany and traveling. You know, it's just yeah. going to be um, different a, format. Different format. I hope I hope it's fun. And those of you that have been around, you know, like uh, if if um, you know, be critical. Like t- tell us what you like, what you don't like about them, so we can yeah, make, this, so we can this make is the best brand one. new for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which so is a whole, I'm whole new tr- terrain. Very nervous, but excited. But until next week, everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, and of course, stay thirsty. Booyah. Don't say booyah. I had, so to fill it in. I had to fill it in. I had nothing else to say. Booyakasha. Booyakasha.